Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. guest for you. Uh, his name is Donald. He's the uh, Donald Hugh Whitehead Jr., um, the American director of the National Coalition for the Homeless. Um, and um, uh, we uh, will be calling him just now. Dan uh, has been um, uh, an advocate and a, um, an activist for well over 20 years. And uh, we'll be going to be talking about his story here in his new book. And um, uh, let's uh, let's move on. We're going to call him right now. He's waiting for us. This is Donald. Hey, Donald. Uh, this is Leon. Uh, Leo, LA's show. How are you? Um, Doing just fine. Um, yeah, I'm glad we're talking tonight. Um, I was wondering how you're. Um, I, I, I I read your bio and I read the information you uh, um, um, yeah, uh, publicist sent. But um, how uh, how are you doing? And what uh, what are you doing at this point? It sounds like you're a pretty busy guy. Um, doing, uh, my, uh, I am doing my, uh, ministry, which is, uh, working on homeless issues, working to end homelessness in America, but well, doing well us, physically, uh, mentally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, now you're calling us a, a ministry. That, that's, these are your ministries or you have uh, more than one? No, is I'm saying a, that homelessness is what I consider a ministry is. Oh, I don't consider oh, yeah. this a job. I consider it a ministry. I uh, years ago um, I interviewed uh, on my television show uh, a Hartford Catholic worker, uh, and uh, they were, they they were uh, working with the homeless and buying them into their home and taking care of them. Um, are you familiar with their with their uh, work as well? The now, who was that again? Yes. Oh, yes. Yes. I uh, definitely. Um, uh, was affiliated in Cincinnati with the Catholic Workers' House in Cincinnati, oh, and um, oh. also uh, in, in several different places across the country. Actually, were you familiar with? Um, you ever hear of uh, Ned Cole? Uh, he was a, a poverty worker here in Cincinnati, the Revitalization Corps in Hartford, Connecticut. He's had it for years. No, I've, I've never never heard of him. He was he was one of the original founders of uh, Habitat for Humanity. So it's the so many 
So uh, NCH is the oldest uh, advocacy group that works on homeless issues in America. And uh, so we work on four areas, uh, policy, uh, we work on uh, communication to the homeless, we do some technical assistance, and we do some uh, grassroots organizing. Um, So we... Uh, do uh, also uh, some direct service. We have a speakers bureau that um, homeless people uh, are able to get income through. Uh, we also do some technical assistance, and we hire homeless people to do that. Um, we've been working closely with the federal government to um, advise them on uh, policy issues that uh, relate to homelessness. Uh, we worked on coronavirus uh, logistics and vaccines and also distribution. Uh, we actually distributed about 1.5 million masks uh, for homeless mm. people. Uh, and it's a nationwide or, uh, coalition. We are in right. all 50 right. states wow. and uh, territories, and uh, we do all we can to uh, to, to address the issue in, in a structural Yeah. Yeah, right. I can understand it. Uh, what? Um, how do you? Um, well, what? Like what? You're you're as the you're the director uh, of yes. the, of the organization. What basically are you, your functions? Um, and you so, said it's, it's, it's in all fifty states. So you're kind of overseeing all fifty states in in, in this. Uh, in well, this, uh, what? Well, we have members in all 50 states, and we do more. We're in more right. of an advisory role than we are kind of an oversight mm-hmm. role. Um, so as executive director, I'm charged with uh, making sure that we create strategic alliances uh, to right. address homelessness. I'm also in charge of the fundraising uh, mm-hmm. and uh, in charge of uh, the overall operations. Uh, I have a policy oh. person. I have uh a grassroots organizing person, of a communication uh, person, mm-hmm. and, and it's my job to make sure all of those things work in collaboration. Uh, we also right. um, advise, speak, assist um, coalitions all across the country on how to address homelessness. Mm. No, it's, uh, that's uh, fascinating. How do you? Um, um, how many people are uh, volunteers and active? You know, the people. That, how many people are involved with that? particular uh, coalition? Do you have a number? So there's, there's tons. I, I don't know what that exact number would be, but, oh, you know, okay. literally tens of thousands of people, uh, if we think about the entire country. Mm. Um, we also partner with organizations. For instance, we partner with the Ford Fund uh, to distribute uh-huh. those masks. Yeah. We have a partnership with Progressive Insurance, um, we have a partnership with Warner Brother. Um, excuse me, Warner Media, um, uh, and uh, have had. We we right now have a, 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 a public service announcements running with uh, Melissa McCarthy, actually talking about helping our organization. So we have a number of partnerships. Those are those are just a few, and and then we partner with other agencies. Uh, one of our board members is a member of Now. Um, so oh. we, uh, we we kind of uh, are all no, over no, the place. No, and, and no, yeah, I, uh, forgive my ignorance on that one, but now is what national organization? Oh, the national of organization of women. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I thought it was right. I didn't know. I I wasn't sure if it was national organization of workers or national organization of women. But the women, yeah. I'm sorry, I, I had uh, kind of skipped my my memory there. So are you dealing uh, – what? how large is that organization? I mean, that organization – Oh, it's, um, it's very, very growing big. Growing, it's one growing, of the biggest. Over, yeah. Yes. It's, it's, I don't it's, know their uh, exact numbers, but I know they, they are nationwide and they do some great work, and we're we're really thrilled to have them as partners. Well, I'll tell you, I, I have been so excited as a – Progressive, I guess. Uh, I've been was progressive before they, they knew what that was, but um, <laughs> yeah, I've been at, been at this over twenty, like you. I've been at it over twenty years, but um, you know, television, radio, documentaries, uh, all that stuff. But I, I, this has been an area that has baffled me. Um, 
because it bothers me because I I, I live in a, in a very uh, very wealthy area in Connecticut and um, upper and it, I was more of a transplant here than I was a, a guy with a lot of money, but I just was a guy that made a lot of a lot of noise <laughs> on radio and exactly. television and, uh, and you know lectures and so on. Um, but uh, this is an important area to me that I think has been very. Uh, I, I was thinking, would you? What could? I, what would I be able to do to organize a fundraiser for your organization in this area? This is Northwest Connecticut. Um, actually, uh, um, I live I, in a town that's very much is uh, you know extremely uh, crazy town uh, for uh, Im- immigration, a uh, mass immigration of. New Yorkers you know, have come up here and uh, bought out the area, and uh, driving the little guy, uh, making it almost impossible for you know for people to afford the rents up here and stuff. You know, I happen to own up mm-hmm. here, but it, but uh, affordable housing has become a big issue um, in this area. And uh, not that not that we have many homeless, but I don't think we do have any actually that, I, that I'm aware of here. But we do. I mean, other areas do. Other towns surrounding us do, uh, Torrington, Connecticut, uh, Connecticut, upstate, you know, upstate New York. Um, so, but I, I would like to find out how to, how to organize with you a fundraiser. You know, I think we could do very, very well uh, in this area. I would love to do that. Would you? Um, yeah, because oh, I, absolutely. Uh, I'd like. Yeah, let, let me uh, let me give you my email as well. Like, like, uh, okay. I, I um let not, me let me grab something to write with. Uh, I'm actually quarantined well, in my basement. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. I have. I'll tell you what, uh, Don. I have your email. Uh, I'll send okay. you uh, that and, and the phone details and all that, and figure out what we could do. I was thinking we could possibly do a fundraiser uh, around here, probably in July. June, July. Okay. Uh, would that would work for you or no? Oh, absolutely. No, okay. absolutely it will work. Would, would it? Okay. Because yes. I, well, they, they, uh, I, I'd be working, I, I try to develop it with a coalition. Uh, I, I have a, um, uh, uh, a bank that, that's sponsored my work that's done a lot of uh, you know, they, uh, receptions, and I'm an artist as well, and I do a lot of... Um, I do uh, a lot of art work, and uh, but they uh, they would be they might be open to to um, a large an outdoor reception for invitation only uh, as a fundraiser, but that's a bank with their deposit you know with their main made depositors and other people in the area, and uh, we could might work with that, uh, and I could ask the. Uh, the, my friend there. She's also, oddly enough, the chairman of the Martha Graham uh, Dance uh, uh, Group and uh, chairman of the board there, and she's quite influential in the New York uh, areas. So uh, uh, I think we could do something there that might be a remarkable fundraiser. Would, uh, there's a well, lot I'd of, love uh, to do that. No, there's a lot of uh, very uh, uh, influential um, no, not so much people who all, you know, but more so um, the groups, you know, like the Taconic Foundation up here, which is a bit major, huge charity um, organization. Mm-hmm. They fund all kinds. Of, they fund a lot of things, but uh, there, there's so many different um, smaller groups as well. An activist group, the Democratic Party up here is very strong, um, and we could, I could, I could probably coordinate with all of these because they're all. I know, I know them all quite well um that and develop a, a, a sizable uh, uh format for you to uh, and of course if you could come and speak it would be you know that would be a wonderful yes thing. i've, uh, so I've they, actually yeah, spoken you, in, in that area yeah you're in new york uh, we're in we're in we're in dc we're in dc but i'd be happy to oh, come up of uh actually spoken yeah. at uh uh in greenwich um in oh, yeah. previous oh, yeah years before pre-pandemic uh and i'll go wherever uh there is a a willingness to hear our message oh yeah um in fact uh there there is a um 
for what I was thinking of, in July it would be great because that, that's a tremendous time for a lot of a lot of people come up here in that time of year. Um, in the summer we have lakes and you know trees and it's a beautiful area. I'd love to invite you up here to, to see it. But uh, yes, the, I, I uh, actually did my. Yeah, summer, just gonna say I did my time in the Navy in Groton. Yeah, yeah, spring, summer, and fall up the, the yeah, but Groton next to forget Groton, next to Groton. Yeah, okay. This area, this area is the jewel of the. I mean, as far as the scenery goes, as far as the mountains, the Berkshire Hills, the, you know. Um, in fact, I tell you what, if you look at my website, uh, go to my my art and photography of LA Steel. dot LA dot org. Uh, you just Google up art and photography of LA Steel, and it'll, it'll come to my site. Um, but the, I do. Uh, you'll see a lot of the. Um, I, I post a lot of the landscape up there. You know, a lot of the fall, especially fall and spring uh, things. So, uh, and uh, I have a set. Uh, there's a spot on there that actually uh, a page for the northwest corner and the Salisbury itself, promoting the town and uh, the people up there. But it's, uh, I think that you would be very, very well uh, accepted up here. I mean, I mean um, accepted is not the word. Um, I think the response to your message would be would go over very well. And I think there's a lot of philanthropy, well, philanthropists up here that would would be interested in uh, in donating. You know what I mean? Um, I would I might love be able to put to get, that together. Right? Yeah, and I could get this bank, uh, which. Uh, the, I'm very friendly with the depositor there, but um, but they uh, they would like to, she would like to do something. And we had a wonderful uh, reception in uh, September um, for my uh, for, for my showcasing my uh, exhibit, my art, or my prints in this area. Uh, but um, the reason I'm mentioning it to you is because I, I when I, when Eileen called me and told me about you, I said, man, this would be a great time to advocate this this especially now and today you know and there's a big concern for affordable housing in this area and a lot of people are pushing for it um and uh this would be a good uh opportunity to uh talk about it and to um you know fundraise for it that you'd be up to that oh i would absolutely be up to it because I, I would be, um, I, I'll set. I would get, if I let me let me email you the statistics and tell you a little more about it, uh, and uh, um, and I'll get my uh, I'll get some people involved with it, and uh, we're involved with the uh, with affordable housing, and people involved with the uh, uh, with the bank, and uh, see what we can put together if that would if that would be all right with you. I think it would be all right. I love the idea, uh, and uh, just let me know what I need to do, and, and we'll uh, get sure, together to make uh, that yeah, happen. No, I, I just wanted to say a few or something like that. Would be. Oh, the other thing I wanted to ask you, and I, I don't know why I thought of this, because well, I, I guess you're in the circles there, but have you ever met uh, AOC? Alexander? Um, I've met her but staff. They, I've never, uh, I've, I've never met, met her, her staff. Uh, I haven't met her personally. Well, because no, I, I just started the job back in August, and of course we're oh, oh, in the pandemic, and so right. uh, normally I would probably have met you know upwards of half of Congress by now, um, but uh, yeah. we, we've you know we've definitely had uh, our staff COVID, yeah, have actually been tough. in contact. Yeah, COVID has cut down. Uh, they they oh, won't man, do yeah. face-to-face visits. Yeah, I don't blame. I can understand that, but. Um, but no, I uh, I just thought you might you might uh, might know her, but um, but I, I think they are the I, that that squad not the yeah, the squad but I think that progressive movement has finally taken hold, and uh, yeah, and I think the Republicans are on their on their last legs right now, and if they uh, yes uh, I agree what, with you yeah, we, yeah no, I I think. <laughs> I, I think if he do if if uh, he does away with the filibuster, they're 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 cooked, you know. And not only cooked, but that HR one, I believe, or HR that that, that new voting uh, rights uh, act, he's trying to push. Yes. Yeah. Uh, 
uh, that one will destroy that party. Even McConnell came on and said, if we put this through, it will destroy the party. You know, it will. You know, it will. Well, it needs to be destroyed. destroyed. <laughs> no, I think they yes, destroyed and, and they're they cannibalizing are, they are. themselves, you know. It's like, you know. They're you, cannibalizing you, you themselves. They're, and, yeah, yeah, they're, I, they're eating I their own legs. They're eating their own people. No, and their yeah, positions are so contrary to the rest of America. Uh, they well, you know they seem played, to be yeah, completely you out know of touch. What me? What frightened me when I when I found it that not not one Republican voted for the stimulus package. Exactly. And um, the House that's just not smart. Now, what does that what does that tell the constituents? You know, this is the biggest. Yeah, one when, of the biggest. When seventy percent of. Yeah. Well, and, and, and if there's seventy percent of the country favors it, it, it means that you're Absolutely. really, really out of touch. Oh, they got to be crazy. I mean, I, you know, not to not to favor this. I mean, I, guess, I think he's got a press conference tonight at eight o'clock, uh, and we'll uh, we try to tune into that tonight. Uh, Biden's got yes. his press conference, his first one, I guess. So, how do you feel about him? How do you feel about him? Being, oh, I, I I am a fan. Um, yeah, and not just because he's a Democrat. I, I believe that he has made some inroads uh, on homelessness and, and other issues that I really, really care about. Uh, he's talked about them. Uh, he talks about them in the campaign. And it seems like he's following through with what he said. I actually worked on his campaign, so I worked on uh, oh, the, the the yes on the how the the homeless policy. And uh, just uh, have have really been a fan of the the people that that he brought to the table, and uh, oh. uh, have already met with uh, the secretary of HUD and uh, the uh, secretary, the director of the interagency council on homelessness. So I'm very uh, uh, happy to uh, hear you know some of their thoughts and directions. And and I think it's a direct result of the man himself, and uh, it, uh, I'm I'm really impressed so far. Uh, you know, uh, I, I you know certainly keep an open mind, and we'll see what happens down the road. Yeah, no, I think I think uh, yeah, I think Eileen uh, uh, had mentioned uh, that you you had met the uh, met, met uh, Joe Biden. Uh, I've, I've, I've met, I've met Joe, I met Joe years ago. I haven't had a meeting with him lately, but I actually have worked on his, I did work on his campaign. And what she probably was talking about is I did meet with, um, the, uh, new HUD secretary last week. Oh, Oh, you did. And, um, yeah, uh, a couple of days after she was confirmed. Yeah. What was, what's her name? Her name is Marsha uh, Marsha Fudge, or uh, yeah, Marsha Fudge is is the name. She's from Cleveland. There was a Hispanic guy who was just uh, he he was just uh, I thought it was the HUD, but he uh, what what did he um, probably Xavier Becerra or or Becerra at HHS. What was he nominated for? I forgot. The the Department of Health and Human Services. That was it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Um, and we got a guy, the education secretary there, was from from our our, our state. Um, yes. Yeah, and uh, we're quite quite happy with that. But that he he seemed to have made a lot of good. I I'm, I'm pleased with many of his appointments. Not all of them, but most of them. Yes. Um, yeah, yes, and, he has. Uh, He's a, and. I was grateful that he. I was. I was very. I was glad that he put a. That he put up Merrick Garland. I'm very happy about that. Yes. And that he got through. Yes. What do you you think so? Were you happy I, about that? I absolutely think Merrick Garland is a is a tremendous choice as Attorney General. Excellent. And uh, yeah, I um, I almost am happy that he didn't get the Supreme Court nomination because he wouldn't have been available to be the Attorney General. But yeah. there's a do, lot do of damage be, that was do done. It, yeah, do you think he's going to uh, you, you think he's going to be a, a real baron there, or what, what do you think? I'm hoping I think he is. is. I think he's going to be, yeah. I think he's going to really follow the law, and as he said, yeah. he's going to be America's lawyer, and uh, 
there is a lot of uh, damage that needs to be repaired oh, God, yeah. in, in most of the federal agencies, but certainly um, at, at, at... Even in a post yeah. office, for crying out loud, you even managed to screw that a lot. Yeah, you know? yeah it's, so it's hard it to mess up the post office. That you want to, you're destroying it, yeah. Um, well, I, and it was intentional is the other thing. Oh, sure it was, absolutely. He wanted to screw up the, all the elections. Uh, so... What what's your what you know, what do you see? Um, I know the stimulus package is going to help a lot of people. Was there a lot? I don't know if there was a large um, uh, segment of that package that uh, was going to the homeless. Uh, what uh, you there, there is? The, yeah, yeah. So how, there, how there was twenty. And what, so there's twenty five billion, twenty five billion for housing. And then there's an okay. additional five billion for homelessness specifically, and both of those will be critically important. Uh, and I think what it will do, for the most part, the biggest thing that it will do is it'll uh, get people off the streets. And those mm-hmm. who have been staying in the hotels because of COVID, uh, some of the right. communities can actually buy those hotels. Um, right. The fourteen hundred dollars will help people uh, prevent eviction. Uh, along yes. with you know the unemployment, all of those things together. And then there are some benefits th- through Medicaid. Uh, there's some increased funding for federally qualified health centers. Um, there's also some addiction dollars in there. So I there's know, quite a bit. Uh, yeah, there's also uh, yes. there's also um, a subsidy for uh, insurance in there. Uh, yes, the Obama for Obamacare. Uh, yeah. The, there's well, also burial yeah. burial dollars that people can be reimbursed if they lost loved ones due to COVID, and that uh, definitely, you know, the people who were most yeah. impacted were poor people. Yeah, imagine the, what is it now? Five hundred and thirty-eight thousand uh, funerals. Uh, that, uh, yeah, amazing. But I, uh, I just hope that uh, I, I just hope. What do you think we we see? An end to this uh, this COVID thing, or what? What do you see as far as uh, I? I, I uh, so, so I've had the opportunity to work that. on the uh, the coronavirus relief um, teams uh, around vaccinations, and I think that oh, really? yeah. because oh. of the 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 level of vaccinations that we have, there's a very mm-hmm. good chance that we start to normalize around. Um, I would say early winter. Um, uh, the 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 third, I, I would say, the fourth quarter of of this year is when we really start to become normalized. Now there's a, so. there's a couple of uh, I do, but but there are a couple of really important things that could either could change that dramatically. And one right. is all these states that have started to open up, like Florida and Texas. Um, you know, those people have to go back to their communities and. Depending on you know what happens after that, um, we we could it could be extended into the first quarter of next year, um, but hopefully your, not. Uh, hopefully, what is your uh, have you have you got a take on 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 what happened in in Texas there and how many homeless there are down there now due to that storm and the running of their homes and the ice storm there and um, a lot of homeless people down there now aren't they? Oh, horrible! It was horrible, and it, yeah. it was uh, a complete people mismanagement were by death in their cars and yeah. Oh, it was horrible. Yeah, yeah. a complete mismanagement. Yeah. Well, the, yeah. you know the the state, the governor down there, just a complete lapse of judgment and and mismanagement, and and then he yeah. he actually doubled down on that. Uh, by, you know, um, opening up the state uh, before, you know, we saw the real uh, relief necessary yeah. for COVID. And that that could have implications that, that they put the entire country in danger. So, Well, ever since that mess down there, uh, our uh, gas prices have gone up over 50 cents a gallon around there, after almost exactly. $2 a gallon. You know, I don't know about you. Yes, are, but... they're a dollar more than they were at this time last year. Just about, yeah. I remember they were about a dollar nineteen, dollar twenty nine or so back then around here, a year ago, and um, now they're 
God, they're over a dollar more. Yeah, more than a dollar now. Almost two dollars more. But um, anyway, I hope that will come down. Uh, they claimed it wasn't the Biden. Uh, Biden wasn't responsible for the gas increase. Oh uh, no, not at all. Yeah, no, it wasn't him. There's brought shortages and uh, supply problems, and uh, refineries are getting flooded out or frozen out or whatever. That's pretty sad. When you, when you in, in your position, yeah, I, I noticed that I read your, your bio and stuff, and I, I wanted to promote your book a little bit. Um, uh, it, it's uh, when you said it was the letters of it was letters to uh, people that you know saved your life, basically. Um, how does that? Uh, we, maybe you can uh, elaborate on that a little bit and explain it to 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 my listeners. Sure. So um, the the book uh, is, you know, I, I talk about some of the the uh, moments in my life that were most impactful, uh, both negative and positive, and uh, and and what I do in the book is reach back uh, to the people that were in my life at the time, and some are not with us anymore, and uh, I, I write, you know, my feelings about the, the situations that I was in or the help that they gave me during that time. Uh, you know, right. homelessness is not not a lot of people uh, get through it by themselves. And, and, and I want to uh, talk about the community that's involved in helping people, and that's, that's where uh, the idea of yeah. the letters to those that love me when I couldn't love myself. There you go. That, that's it's obvious to, to me that uh, reading reading what you've accomplished, um, somehow you found uh, uh, your soul center. You know what I mean, as to what yes. your what your gift was. Yeah, that that's a great uh, that's a great discovery. Um, it is, and uh, it it really is. You know, regardless of. You know, if you're making any money or if you're successful at whatever else you're not successful at, <laughs> at least you're successful yeah. at so many things. You know what I mean? It's like exactly. I noticed too that I yeah, I, I was impressed that you uh, not only were you in movies, did a number of movies, but you also did a number you're also a stand up comedian. And uh, yes. uh do you still do do you still do that or uh, not not as that, much. I, I don't. I, I just you know I, I'm doing a number of things and and I don't have time for kind of the entertainment aspects of what I do. Right. Um, so uh, I haven't done a movie in about five years, uh, and mm-hmm. and you know a lot were independent films or and commercials. Yeah, I did yeah. a, a ton of commercials. Um, mm-hmm. And as far as stand up comedy, I guess it's been about three years, really. I was doing it up until COVID hit, and then um, oh, you know it's it's starting to reemerge. But I'm not, I, I don't have the the fire in my belly to do it anymore. Uh, um, uh, and part of it yeah, well, COVID, and then you know there is so much that needs to be done around ending homelessness uh, that <laughs> oh, you know um, really oh, hard yeah. to. You know, there's only so many hours in a day, and so um, I, I've right. I've decided to to devote the hours to homelessness. You know, five to ten years from now, one of the great things about acting and stand-up comedy is there's no age limit on it. So um, no, that'll true. still yeah, be that's there that's once true. I you know once I end homelessness, I can go back to doing uh, some of the things I did entertainment-wise. I love acting and and I love comedy. But you know, uh, every everything has its season, I believe, and this I, season I, is the season to end yeah. homelessness. I think we're. I think for me personally, and from what I'm seeing, um, uh, I, I think we're getting to the point where next this year, as we break free, you know, this COVID thing, I think we're going to see some major, um, major, major changes um, in. Um, well, everything we do, you know, everything we do. Uh, I've had three birthday parties this year already on on Zoom, and uh, you know, 
I got my own coming up in May where my family will join me on Zoom. <laughs> yeah. Have you had a Zoom party yet? I have. I had. Well, uh, we, we, we've. Uh, my family has been doing kind of Zoom events for every holiday because um, right. we are pretty close knit family and we're usually together right. during those times. And and Zoom isn't together, but it it's a lot closer than a phone call usually. Yeah, it is actually. Huh? But um, I had fun. I hadn't seen my my brothers out in Idaho. My sisters in New York and uh, cousins, and it was kind of fun. But um, but anyway, uh, those are the areas that uh, are changing our lives. And I yes. one of the biggest problems, one of the greatest problems uh, that I see is is the access to the internet, the access to uh, you know. Uh, remote learning, the you know the access to that in this country, um, it, you, everybody thinks, oh, we're all in it, we're all connected. Yeah, but cracks when you realize that a third of this country, uh, people in the country don't have internet service. You know, they're rural areas or you know urban, and um, we're finding that it's going to be a major uh, problem. It is, it is, because my uh, um, my, my girlfriend is a. Um, um, she's a teacher and a school counselor, and she uh, and she's done a lot of remote learning, remote uh, uh, teaching this year, and uh, it's it's uh, it's bad. It's, it's a bad thing because kids are not uh, responding and whatnot. But the people that don't have the internet, you know, they're even worse off because they they can't have assignments, things like that. The schools provide exactly. them. With, with it, but if their service is terrible in their area, you know what I mean. It's like, uh, or, uh, or if the rest of their family needs it, you know, some families, oh yeah, exactly. you know, they Absolutely. may have the service, but they don't have the bandwidth. I think what we right. see from the kids is the ramifications of, you know, children their learning being um, delayed. Uh, for this oh, absolutely. period absolutely. of time, and especially those no that have no access. Yeah, we'll see some real long-term negative effects. I I think so, and that'll lead lead to more homelessness. You know, more more it will problem. And just think about That's the homeless right. children that are in shelters. There's there's not much internet availability there, so I don't know how they're learning. Well, we find that what they're doing that it appears is they're giving them workbooks. You know, like you know, printed printed work, you know, and they okay. work with them and pass them out. But it's pretty much uh, the parents have to teach them or, you know, because they're not, you know, instruct them and the teachers kind of give them the instructions and then hope that it's done. But it, it's very, very, very problematic. And, um, and you got to hope that the parents, got to uh, hope the parents can yeah, teach them. yeah. But you know, I, I can understand the the striking, uh, this this uh, teacher strikes, um, as well. I mean, uh, give us the damn vaccine and we'll go to school. <laughs> you know, we'll go exactly. Ahead, you know? Like if I exactly. cry out loud, you know. Uh, yeah, I mean, forget the face shield. Give me the damn vaccine. You know. But um, yeah, they're they're just about they're, now they're doing it, but it took them months to to get it um, into their arms. But it's. Uh, I I just don't know, uh, Don. I I I just can't see. You see the whole nation as, um, and how many people there are in the desperation. But I see pockets. I see different pockets, and they're not really visible um, during the daytime. You know, you know what I mean? Like they are in California, different areas where you get these tent cities everywhere. Uh, but in, in Connecticut, I've always wanted to do a documentary. Because uh, I've done a number of them uh, on the state issues, <clears throat> but I always wanted to do one on um, um, poverty in Connecticut. You know, because Connecticut has always touted itself as a uh, you know um, the Gold Coast, you know, like well wealthy, you know, New England state. And uh, well, you're familiar with Greenwich, so you know what that's what that's like. But I've always wanted to do a, a documentary on that, and. Uh, Find the pockets of poverty in Connecticut. There's there's a lot of them, especially uh, in Hartford, Connecticut, and New Haven, and Bridgeport, and other areas, major cities. But uh, it's not talked about much on the news, news media here. It's not really um, 
been a major issue. That's uh, been a, a news issue, uh, even in our uh, legislature. And bringing bringing that attention to this area, I think would be a, would be a very very uh, um, major uh, accomplishment. I think to to, to uh, and if we would be um, able to to uh, speak to some of the people up here in a big gathering, uh, we could uh, a COVID safe <laughs> outdoor gathering. Um, I think I think it'd be a it would be a remarkable uh, uh, thing. I think it'd probably raise a lot of money and a lot of interest. And uh, well, well, I'll look forward way, to your emails. Uh, yeah, yeah and, and and if you can tell me and and the audience how um, how do you become a member of your coalition? You know, and, uh, so you you out. would you could just go and, to our website at www. Dot yep. national homeless dot org and uh national, there is a national page home. national homeless okay. Na- national homeless dot org okay yes national. and there is a there's a there's a drop down menu uh that will take you to membership uh donations whatever you'd like to do um that's right okay. uh on our on our, our web page okay yeah, I'll, I'll go to that national homeless dot org okay that's and, uh, no, I, I think that uh, I, I think that's an extremely noble cause, and uh, something I've been an activist of for many, many years. And uh, yeah, I'd like to, you know, contribute. But uh, as a member, uh, maybe I don't know, uh, organize more members or something. You know, whatever I, we can do for you. Um, we would love uh, that. No, I try. You know, I'd like to. We're trying. I guess, I guess the awareness of, of it is so um, – everybody's afraid of it. The last thing anybody wants is to be homeless and, you know, uh, whatever. And those who have been know the know the, uh, the anguish, and just like yourself, and know, know the, um, know the uh, hardship that it causes. And, and people, especially with children and, you know, oh God, and they're all getting evicted now and things like that. Um, I just, I just feel um, that there's a time, time to do something here. And not only with a stimulus, but, you know, making an awareness, you know, just like uh, the awareness of incredible uh, racism that's going on in this country or has been forever. But, um, right. you know, now this, the, the, with the Asian community, holy cow, you know, um, it's amazing. Uh, and, uh, 3,800 uh, violent actions uh, attempts at uh, in in, uh, in the last year, you know, which is incredible. Ever since, yeah, ever since Trump called it the Kung Fu, uh, it became you know um, uh, another crying point for uh, uh, for white white supremacists. You know? And yes, you know, anybody, you know, it's just amazing. But you know, racism is a whole other issue that. Uh, which impacts homelessness as well. It, oh, it, it definitely impacts homelessness as well, and uh, the population of people uh, that experience homelessness are disproportionately right. people of color. And if you right. equate it to policy to, to poverty, it isn't. No. It doesn't match up. So poverty is not the issue. Well, you know, I think what bothered me most of the last few years. Was when the UN uh, stated that parts of of our part of the United parts of different parts of the United States are worse than third world countries, and that's uh, um, the uh, um, some of the Indian reservations, uh, as well as yes. uh, uh, places in Alabama and places in Georgia and places in the deep south where where uh, poverty is unbelievable, and. Um, they cited this in their UN uh, inspections, and uh, of course, uh, um, Trump wanted to get out of the UN after that. But you know, <laughs> you know, it, uh, it it was really shocking. I was shocked when I heard that because we haven't, there hasn't been any real reporting on that issue, other than the one other than homelessness in California, which is pretty much the most obvious in the country, and the rest. Where uh, what other pockets have you found of the vast amount of homelessness in this country? 
Well, outdoor homelessness, California is um, often cited as kind of the epicenter, but New York has more homeless people per capita uh, than, uh, than yes, than California. But it's it's throughout the nation. It's every um, jurisdiction in the nation. It it comes yeah. in different forms. You talked about Native American homelessness and and the the mm-hmm. poverty yeah. on the reservations. They were really hard hit by COVID. Oh, um, oh absolutely. Um, and then you have, you know, every rural pocket in the country, Washington, D.C., um, has a huge population of homeless people. And what we're seeing is more and more people are in tents. Uh, people used to be in shelters. For the first time, there's more homeless people in this country outside than we have inside. So mm-hmm. there's less people in shelters than there are people living on the streets of the country. So, so many people living, living, living in their cars, you know, living in tents. Yes. And they're lucky if they have cars, but, you know, a lot of people are, are living in that way. And uh, Big, big problem in our in our uh, southern states. In southern states, oh, yeah. Okay. Florida you know, has probably the largest. Really? Do they? Really? How about, like, Kentucky and West Virginia and those states, is there a lot of homelessness there? Is there yes. is there that yes. Appalachian um, area there? Yes, they, uh, Appalachia. They, they have, you know, their share of homelessness as well. Um, rural homelessness is a little different, uh, but, mm-hmm. but just as traumatic. And, and the other part about it in places like that, uh, if it's not an urban community, the resources are less. So instead of, you know, several shelters in the community, there'll be one shelter for everybody. And and there's also, uh, we did a webinar on um, rural homelessness last week and uh, what they talked about, the the woman, uh, her name's Barbara Anderson from uh, Jefferson, public kind of backlash about helping homeless people uh, the extent mm. where one of their programs was actually fire bombed uh, by people mm. who didn't want to see it in the community. So NIMBYism takes on a whole different um, form in, in those smaller communities. Mm. As far as the, uh, well, as far, yeah, the COVID concerns, these, uh, was it West Virginia? I think it was West Virginia who was being applauded for their, uh, response to that, um, it, I guess they get uh, they're doing uh, they get uh, um, vaccine buses. You know, they're buses that are going around the areas and vaccinating different yes. uh, rural, rural parts. Uh, they they were smart enough to uh, to get out in front of this thing, but uh, right. so many mm-hmm. other areas aren't doing that, and I yeah, you know, I was kind of surprised. Is that uh, is that becoming more uh, uh, of the um, move now, or, or is it is, is money in, yes. in the new uh, a new stimulus bill to, to to fund these kind of uh, mobile uh, units or what for vaccinations? Yes, there's, there's money for more there vaccinations. Uh, there's a there's a lot of uh, thinking around innovative ways. The other thing they did in West Virginia that other communities are cop- copying is that right. they use some of their independent local drug stores for vaccines. Right. And then they use right. Uh, right. other places like Dollar General, of all places, and Walmarts really? and Dollar all kinds General's of places. Okay. Yes, wow. um, to, to, to vaccinate people. So so um, the community, the, the country is becoming very creative about getting mm. the shots in people's arms. And and West Virginia, to to their credit, uh, had some of the early uh, innovative thinking about it. Mm. Yeah, no, I, I was impressed. Uh, we were, uh, Connecticut was one of the, um, well, because we were, we, we were next door to New York, uh, we were getting an overflow of, of, of uh, you know, COVID cases. But, um, they finally between the uh, between uh, um, New York, uh, Massachusetts, 
uh, New Jersey and uh, Connecticut, those three started to um, stop people from, you know, stop people from going over the border, you know what I mean? Or at least uh, tracking them. And uh, and a lot of people were becoming uh, more, some people were actually being, being turned away. We I remember being turned away from New York border, you know. <coughs> Excuse me. Yeah, the, the New York border is like, you know, where where are you coming from? I said, I'm coming from Connecticut. And they said, oh, well, which way did you come? I said, well, I came through Mass. They went, oh, you're okay. Okay, you can go through. But if I had come through Greenwich or come through the anything through the southern part, they would have turned me away because that's where the heavier um, um, uh, the heavier number of uh, con- contagions were. But it's kind of it was kind of an odd thing, you know. But to be stopped at the border on a, on a in a state border, but uh, and turned away. But uh, I guess they kind of stopped that now. I guess they're down. And there there are no I don't know there are no toll takers anymore either, you know. Uh, since right. COVID, all those people are yes. out of jobs, you know. God Almighty! Instead they, uh, you know, but I guess they'd rather be out of a job than be, you know, you know. Down, come down with COVID. You know, it's probably a that was kind of a job where you, you know, I meet a lot of people every day. You know, um, exactly. Yeah, but anyway, um, is there anything that we? Well, I don't know if we talked about everything uh, you wanted to talk about tonight. But is there anything else that you wanted to mention, or would you you'd like? To no, I, I I I just think you know. Thank you so much for the opportunity, and I hope. Uh, to work with you down the line. Uh, It is a noble issue to work on. Yeah, Yeah. please, anytime. Just just let me know, and I'm I'm happy to be on. Um, uh, Homelessness is is an issue that affects our neighbors, our friends, sometimes our loved ones, and uh, it's not not an individual issue. It's a societal issue, and we need society to help us to, to address it. How much of how much of homelessness is is caused by addiction and, and mental illness right now? I mean, and, and this, I mean, I can't, I've never, I've never, I don't remember a time when I've seen so many mass shootings in the last this year. Yes, that it seems like yeah, one so, every month. So, so homelessness probably. I mean, as far as addictions, you know, mm-hmm. it's hard to measure, and here's the reason why. You don't know whether the mental illness is a cause of homelessness or is it a result of homelessness. So the right. numbers are in the 30 to 40% range, I believe. Mm-hmm. You know, that's slightly higher, but not demonstrably higher than the general population. And so mm-hmm. um, so there is so that, that substance abuse, but substance abuse itself won't make you homeless. Um, what makes yeah. you homeless is is not having housing. So you know we have a lot of uh, people with substance abuse issues in in boardrooms and and in CEOs chairs. So um, yeah. it is an yeah. issue, um, and certainly you know uh, it is the reason why some people have you know lost their housing and and not been able to maintain. Uh, so it is right. an issue that must be addressed. That's another good thing in the plan. Um, you know, we've seen an explosion of opioid addiction, and and uh, oh, yeah. the plan has yeah. has dollars to address those issues. The Biden oh, plan, the American Rescue Plan. Yeah, no, I I uh, I mean, I haven't we haven't seen anything like this since uh, you know uh, since before we were born, which is uh, when FDR did it in uh, in the 30s, you know, and 40s, and they came out with a major plan. The last thing I wanted to ask: What do you think of the trend of the uh, this new uh, infrastructure, uh, three trillion dollar infrastructure plan he's, he's uh, putting out? Um, did that does that uh, uh, does that encourage you? Or I, I hopefully it won't well, be spent it, it, in it, the wrong it, ways, but I hope it. You know, it'd be nice it really encourages. I was going to say it really encourages me. Um, because uh, I hear, I haven't seen the numbers yet, that there's a huge amount of housing in the infrastructure bill. And we've been saying for years that housing is infrastructure. But um, I think there's some opportunities that we're pursuing now 
you know, if if there's going to be massive construction projects and um, projects to rebuild the country, uh, we want homeless people to get some of those jobs as well. Um, right. So I'm encouraged that it's coming. I hope yeah, it can, yeah, I that, you know, get through yeah. the Senate, but we'll see. No, I think I I, I think we got a, a good chance, you know. But yes, I don't know. I no, I, I we got a chance as long as we can keep the Republicans' hands on it. Business will be all right. I think. You feel that way? The, the, the Republicans and the <laughs> yeah, right. Not yeah, they, we also they, have they some quasi-Republicans. Uh, we also uh, have those quasi-Republicans, Democrats. We have. Hmm. Yeah, that's true. Now, I don't know. Uh, I'm I'm hoping that by uh, by the end of by 2022, there won't be any of them left. But um, yes, I, I am I am uh, uh, with you in it, that hope. If all you get is Ted Cruz and Rubio and a couple of bobos from, uh, uh, you know, uh, wherever uh, running it for president, it will be really, really interesting to, to see what the Republicans pull next in 2022 or 2024, you know. Exactly. I'm hoping they, I'm hoping they lose everything in 2022, but uh, that would be, uh, I don't know, that would be a... That would be a progressive dream. But what can we tell you? (laughs) We just keep keep the hope alive, Jesse Jackson. Keep the hope alive, yeah. Anyway, we're about the end of the show, but I wanted to thank you so much for being on. And I I will send you um, the information um, as I create this this possibility of a fundraiser for your organization. And... um, it could be a very big thing in the uh, in, in, uh, in the summer here, you know, in June and July. Well, I, so uh, thank you for considering yeah. us, and I look forward to yeah, it. Yeah, we'd like to do that. Yeah, we really would, and uh, you know, do our best to you know see what we can do for you. Okay. So uh, okay. Um, yeah, I will. I will be joining your coalition uh, very soon. Hopefully tomorrow morning. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so, so much. Uh, we 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 really are um, very very happy to have you. Okay, we're happy to be with you guys. So uh, have a have a wonderful evening. And again, for anybody who wants to reach you, um, you can go to uh, what nationalhomeless.org, right? Yes, or you can just go directly to my email at dwhitehead oh. at nationalhomeless.org. Is it? Uh, oh, I had D H uh, Whitehead. Is it D Whitehead or D H Whitehead? So, so your, the D H Whitehead is my personal email, uh, but oh, my uh, uh, my um, email at the organization is D Whitehead at nationalhomeless.org. Oh, okay. At nationalhomeless. Well, I'll send that on to your personal email, the information, uh, so i get you, uh, give you, would that be all right? That's absolutely, absolutely perfect. Uh, that way you'll probably look at it more quickly and respond. And I know myself, I've got three different emails that are, uh, yes, you know, me too. That, uh, I have three years through, uh, email accounts, yeah. And, uh, so anyway, um, I will, uh, thanks for being on. I'll, uh, the time's up and we'll, uh, we'll get going, but, uh, I want to thanks again and uh, wish you the best of luck in your new job. And uh, Absolutely. You, Thank uh, you so much for having me. Well, it was great to do that. I usually don't spend a whole hour with people, but uh, this was a good one. Uh, I appreciate well, I appreciate it. that. Thank uh, you for the extra yeah. time. No problem. Have a good night. Okay. Bye-bye. You too. Take care. Bye. Yep. Bye-bye. All right, and that is the end of our program uh, tonight. I want to thank everybody for joining us, and we hope that uh, you will join us again. Um, and uh, again, please go to uh, please check out uh, uh, nationalhomeless.org, their website, and uh, donate or be a member, become a member. Homelessness is a major, major problem in this country and around the world, and uh, it should be addressed should be confronted and um, well what more can I say Uh, 
And I'm going to leave you tonight. And, uh, oh, by the way, check out my uh, latest and greatest on uh, the art and, photo- art and photography of L.A. Steel, dot L.A. Steel Show dot O-R-G. And uh, check out my programs there, my two of my, my both websites. And um, enjoy. So uh, good night, everybody, and uh, have a great evening. Let's see if I can. There we go. Guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I came from a low-income family that was was struggling. You see how hard life can get. GC became a part of my life because I don't want my family to fall back into that. I never thought education would take me this far. I'm still young. I still have a lot to do in my life and just want to get things done the way I want with a good education under me. I'm Stacy, and Grand Canyon University helped me find my purpose.